Welcome to episode one of Same Shit Different Brain with me, Rebecca Ryder. I'm talking mental health with my guests in each episode and for the first one I have one of my best friends in school, Stu. He was always one of those people you just felt safe with and could open up to and from the moment I met him in first year of school you could just tell he was someone that everyone loved. So I wanted real people to have a real conversation. We're not celebrities or influencers or politicians we're, we're just two kids from the wrong side of the tracks um actually if you know totally where me and Stu are from you'll know that's not too far from the truth Stu opened up about male body image the effects of social media dealing with grief and mental health challenges and he passed on advice for anyone else who might be struggling along the way so here we go my heart's racing. My heart is racing. I, like, I don't know why. No, yeah, just like an honest chat about like obviously everyone feels shit in lockdown, and you hear like all this stuff about um we're all in it together, and everyone feels rubbish. The main aim of this podcast really was like everyone still feels to a certain extent like they're they're in it on their own, and people mm. don't realise how many people have other people are thinking the exact same things as them like when you're when you're having a shit day you just you don't want to share it with anyone half the time do you You just want to like get your head down get on with it I've had the idea in my head for ages I just feel like it's like stuff in my head that I feel like I want to get out and I want to I want other people to get out as well and I'm maybe I'm just nosy but I'm really interested in like other people's stories and what yeah. sort of just connecting really it's good to just talk isn't it about really what's going on in your head and everything like that and what we're all we know we're all going through but we're pretending that we're not most of the time and blah 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 and obviously we've known each other a long time we've been very open with each other a lot of the time um but i know it's a different thing when you're putting it out into the world so i really appreciate you doing the first one not Um, a problem not a problem thank you very much for having me as your first guest it's very of course feels very honored I mean I know that you you are very passionate about these kind of things and you've written articles about it for um people that you know before and you had social media accounts dedicated to it as well um so I just knew you'd be really good about talking about this kind of stuff um and Not hopefully it'll just help people to relate and feel a bit less alone absolutely absolutely like i said anything that um i can do to help anyone um i've pretty much been through it um the past 12 months it's been very up and down um but yeah anything i can do to help people is great and i'm always here for anything that you do rebecca thank you very much (laughs) okay so first of all how is your day going today? And you can be honest because it's today, <laughs> whether it's going to be absolutely shite or absolutely great at the moment. I shouldn't have sworn there because my mum's going to be watching this and uh, hoping for some sponsorship deals as well. So, anyway, do you want to start again? How's your day going, basically? <laughs> 
Wilcott yeah. was going to not drink on camera because I was going to try and be professional, but come I on. I mean, how wild, more wild could it go with red wine, straw and ice? Oh, tropical. tropical. <laughs> out. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. <laughs> so I don't even need to ask, do I? I can see that your day's going great, really. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your final? Okay, you ready? I don't want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, okay. We're ready. Am I answering or are you saying it again? Are you doing it? I don't know. Do <laughs> How's your bloody day going? <laughs> uh, my day's going very well today, actually. Uh, obviously, as you know, it's been a bit of a tricky January and February. Um, but today, back on my feet, back to work. Um, yeah, feeling very positive about the coming months. Um, I think I've been through quite a few things within January and February that people don't go through within six months, but we're holding on, we're pushing through, and uh, we're getting there. We are getting there. Good. Glad to hear it. And you're still working from home, aren't you? So. Still working from home, yep. Uh, worked from home pretty much since last March. Um, so we had a bit of a break um, when the lockdown lifted. Um, we went back into the office, which was good. Um, but then, obviously, we put back in, which then, obviously, the mental mental business of then getting back put put back in your house again it's uh it's quite taxing to be fair and yeah. it's um it was uh it's quite hard to get used to but do you miss the office I think, then? what was that sorry love do you miss the office then i do miss the office i miss working with my team i miss working i miss the I just made the banter, you know, you get the banter in the office and the yeah. the relationships that you get in the office. Um, I mean, obviously, we still speak every single day in work, but it's not the same as when you're with someone. And it's not the same over they, Zoom, is it? No. You can tell from uh, Alice has started. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Exactly. There's days you just want to hug off someone, isn't there? No matter, like, how taxing your days being like there's just days where you turn around to someone and you're like the relationships I have in my in my work we are all very close yeah. and if someone is having a bad day then you can go up to someone and say listen I'm having a massive massive bad day today and you get that support and you get that that the feels of someone do you know what I mean like you get yeah. a hug or they sit you down and they, they calm you down but it's not the same as it at home. It's um, no, it's, it's hard. That's very, nice very that hard. you have that at your work though, because obviously it's everyone misses like human interaction. But I bet a lot of people don't feel like they could open up to people at work mm. and have that yeah. reassurance and support. Definitely, I'm very lucky. I'm very, very lucky with um, in the workplace that I'm at. Um, it's it, it's it's hard. They 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 are hard, um, but because it is a hard um, a hard job that I do do um, and some days pressured um, it makes it is it, it's a team and the team just comes together which is good which is brilliant um, yeah. do you know what I mean it, it, it's it was, it was hard to get used to the, the zoom relationships as you go along do you find that 
yourself? Yeah, of course. I mean, I have. The, I'm working private group at the moment. I've never even met my team, so right. You know, I right. feel like. I really like my team, but it's it's obviously not the same as getting to know them in person. I've never never met them yeah. face to face. I don't know what height most of them are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important thing. You have to know how high they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many sugars they've been through and all that and yeah. all the rest of it. But it's funny because like, a lot of people think it's good because they think working in an office was old-fashioned and a lot of places won't go back to that. But then... If the whole world did that forever, it would be sad because it is like just nice having that camaraderie in an office and having those relationships. Like some people do prefer being around people all the time, and yeah, yeah, you can't replace definitely. that by sitting in your house staring at a screen. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's just it's just the thing in the morning like say when you come downstairs and someone like see when you walk in the office and someone says to you oh good morning how are you do you know what i mean like of course, you can type yeah, it as much as you want yeah. All day, yeah exactly you can type it as much as you want like oh good morning but you can lie over over a messenger carrier do you know what i mean like yeah you know, the, worst, like, the worst night ever and then just say yeah I'm okay but when you're with someone that face-to-face contact exactly, you know yeah yeah, there's there's a lot less room to be fake and it's less exhausting in a way. If you don't have to be yeah. pretending to be something that you're not. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, as I mentioned, I know you're really passionate about talking about different areas of mental health, passing on to me the messages to people you want to help and share experiences with. So what areas of sort of mental health or anything or uh, things that impact your mental health most? What are the, the biggest things for you? So, the, when you send these questions over, um, this was a big question for me in regards to what it is that triggers me and what it is that, that does trigger me. Um, so, I'm not going to go into every single thing because we'll be here no, for about five hours. The latest one... Um, as you know, um, in my my view is body image, and yeah. what um, the struggles, what everyone is having at the moment, even like men and women with body image and being in lockdown. Like you can go onto social media and you can see a post from about five five people, literally within the space of two seconds. Oh, I'm eating too much. Oh, I feel fat. Oh, I, I feel horrible. I feel like this. I feel that. And I feel yeah. that the reason being for this is social media. Like, social media is making you think this. Oh, definitely. Do you know what I mean? So, 100%. when you, you're scrolling on Instagram, like, how many influencers pop, influencers pop up? How many um, fitness people pop up? How many like slimming pills adverts pop up do you know what I mean it's it taxes on your mind and the reason why obviously I know it's a massive thing for me is because I've gone through it myself like I've as you know the past year I've been on a bit of a journey with myself so um through the first lockdown um I was overweight and I was very very unhealthy and I didn't want to do anything about it but I'd more I constantly moan about it and 
picking myself up one day, it was pretty much like a snap in my head. It was like, right, okay, I'm going to do something about this now. And it was basically pick myself up and go. And, and obviously where we are now is three, that's obviously seven months down the line, I've lost three stoke. But at the start, it wasn't doing it for myself. It was doing it for everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. You know what I mean? It has to um, be for yourself. Obviously, has to be for yourself. And Absolutely, it's it's fine if you know. I'm sure so many people put on weight in lock in as soon as lockdown kicked in, or within that space of first six months at least. But you know, it's fine if you're okay with it. Like loads of people are okay with it. I don't fit in a lot of my jeans now. I'm fine with it. I'm just riding it out. You know, but I will try and exercise for my own sanity and I exercise a lot more than I used to just because we're stuck inside all the time but if it's getting you down so much that you need to do something about it then it's amazing that you've gone and turned it around because it shouldn't be at the point where it's it's really getting you down and like you say when it's for yourself and not for posting on social media what other people might think Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely like and we've had the chat before in regards to um, today's views on on weight, so you would see. Um, so right now, obviously, women are celebrated all shapes and sizes, like no matter no matter what. So you you up to your size twenty twos, um, down to your size zeros. Women are celebrated, no matter what mm-hmm. size you are. That is, do you know what I mean? Where yeah. men are still pigeonholed into looking a certain way and acting a certain way towards health and um, being a certain way. Even though there are plus-size male models, it's still frowned upon to be plus-sized. Yeah, I think it's a lot different for men. Like, even, you know, we're not talking about Hollywood or whatever because we know that women are still kept thin there or even it doesn't have to be Hollywood, you know, certain areas of media or wherever but the accepted view is now that we should be celebrating women and it's not okay to fat shame women but yeah completely agree it they just it doesn't seem to have got there with men yet and I know there's a lot of pressure with men to look a certain way and it doesn't even always come from social media it's it's just that it's never really been approached with men and it's like men would look to what's what's the ideal person like what's the ideal famous person what's the ideal body type for a man and there's no one to say you celebrate yourself for what you are like not to the same level that you do with women yeah yeah exactly i mean you've even said your partner um he's had um he's said things in the past hasn't he, about his about exercise and stuff like that and, yeah and i think where's, uh, this, where's this coming from I, I, i'll be like why why do you feel like that? It's just it's just a pressure, isn't it? Pressure, mm, massive, massive pressure. I mean, I think the pressure comes when you don't even realise the pressure's there. Like you get told, oh, move or exercise or do this, do this, do this. Where some days it's it's hard to even get out of bed. Like you can't even open your oh, blinds. Yeah. Some days, do you know what I mean? So then to be made feel guilty on on TV, on social media, on Facebook, yeah. you're not moving. That pressure then makes you think, oh, you know what, I can't be bothered. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it anyway. Do you know what I mean? And then you just get into a rut. Like, I was in a massive rut 
massive rut and I just wasn't helping myself at all. No. Even though I knew you know you should. You just don't do it. No, of course not. I mean look what happened. Like I'm sure some people are still stuck in that rut and absolutely shouldn't blame yourself. Like no. it's been an absolutely terrible year and like I know that obviously you're living with your mum there and you you've done an absolutely amazing job handling it all and I guess at the end of the day it is about just breaking things down into like you're saying getting out of bed out of bed in the morning is sometimes the biggest thing but that should still be celebrated when you're feeling that low so yeah. the point where you are at now where you've absolutely had a body transformation and you're like posting these amazing photos on the gram these professional model looking mm. photos it's like <laughs> I'm not surprised that you feel so proud of yourself because yeah even though we're talking yeah. about the pressure we're not saying that you have to look like that to be happy but for you it was you just felt so low on yourself that you knew that's what you wanted to do for yourself to feel better. exactly yeah exactly I think um self-confidence and learning to love myself was a big a big thing for me um, I spent years hating myself, like absolutely hating what I see. And when I look back, I didn't even look that bad. Like I wasn't even that bad. Like it was, it was, it was absolutely mental. And again, it's it was the pressure of obviously how people or other people look. When I had to learn in my head everyone's body is different everyone is different so whatever they look like you're never going to get that body do you know what I mean it was it was like it was like training my mind to to think a a certain way and then obviously yeah and then did did what I needed to do for myself yeah I mean they say about social media it's it's that old thing of comparison is the thief of joy and it's like constantly encouraging you to compare yourself and your life to other people and it's just not good yeah. there was um it's a funny story there's so there's a diet clinic um near us and basically in this diet clinic they um they have apparently they have doctors but basically you pay 50 pounds and you get um diet pills <clears throat> And these diet pills, basically, they suppress your your appetite and what have you. Um, I'm not going to go into that right now, but that's basically the gist of it. But basically, um, they have people's numbers on file. And they've been texting people saying, are you feeling fat and fed up? (gasps) (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah. This is a bonafide place like doc- a diet clinic yeah a certified diet clinic which is um, like physical premises that are allowed to operate mm-hmm. that's terrible yeah yeah and you can imagine receiving that message when you're in lockdown and you can't do anything like yeah that's what re- people are going to think they're going to be like yeah i do yeah can you help me? you're going to reach for the, these pills i'm just going to do nothing for you well do you know what i mean what they'll do is they'll suppress your appetite but then you once you finish them then you're going to put Wait back on. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a vicious, massive, vicious cycle. It's horrible. That's not good. Not good at all. It's it's no. the culture we live in now, and things like that. I hope we're going to start getting more yeah, regulated. It's Definitely, it's people's lifelines, isn't it? Like it's like yeah, people's it's like. If you've got no way out, then you're gonna reach for you're gonna reach for the the things you shouldn't do. But 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, where does it stop? Where does it stop? Well, you hope that some things are changing. Like, I know that they've brought out a new thing the other day where influencers are not allowed to use filters anymore. Right, okay. When they're advertising things, which is brilliant. Because that is brilliant. The thing that annoys me the most is, like, how many young kids are on social media now. They're getting younger. And they're seeing these influencers with mm. filters on the faces. They don't even look like that. And yeah. they're talking about celebrating their followers but they don't give a shit about them because they're posting a fake version of themselves and inviting them to like compare themselves to this fake version of themselves and it's causing eating disorders it's causing it's causing suicide even in in young people it's it's awful massively i mean we have friends who have young kids at this age now don't we yeah and they're really sad to think yeah. that's what they're having to deal with I mean can you imagine when we were at school we had to deal with all of that like on top of everything else oh. you go through at school being on no. social media and all like I think Facebook was just getting big like after we left school like maybe around college time I'm pretty sure yeah. we just about dodged a bullet with we, social media we, we dodged it we dodged I it I don't, so I don't think the worst thing we had to deal with was think about was obviously where we was getting our beer from on a Friday night. Park, <laughs> yeah, <it>? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the, that was the, the most that we had to think about at that age. But God, Usually you, not... you got away without ID for some reason. <laughs> it was, I know. Based, I grew to this height. I grew to this height when I was 11. I didn't grow anymore. <laughs> came in handy back then though, didn't it? I know, bad, absolutely, honestly, I can't believe it, but yeah, anyway. To tie in with that, what would you tell other people going through these same issues, because these are often the things that we don't tell ourselves on our worst days, but if someone else, like your friend came to you with this problem, you would know exactly what to say, wouldn't you, to make them feel better, but you won't apply to yourself most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I've... um, I've had a few exercises what I've done myself to try and make make myself feel a little bit better in regards to social media. So um first one I did was go through who I was following. Yeah. Um basically look at who I was following and what kind of messages they're giving off from from their account. So are they giving a positive message a message? Are they um are they making my day feel better once when i see their mm-hmm. their their posts um and That's anyone who i thought yeah anyone who i thought was um not bringing anything to my life and i just got rid of it. i didn't i didn't follow them anymore because it was um it was getting to the point where i'd hate my life but i, I have like looking around i have pretty much a brilliant life for 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 what I for what I where am I at at the moment? Do you know what I mean? So um, that was definitely definitely um, a go to go to thing for me to do, um, and basically switch off. Sometimes just delete the app, just delete your apps, yeah. just have time out, have a couple of days, um, delete them, have time off. Even WhatsApp, sometimes you can be bombarded with messages on group messages. I mean, yeah, the group, obviously the group we're in, sometimes that can be full on cut it some days. And, <laughs> 100, yeah. 
depending on yeah. how, how chatty we're feeling that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something it's good just to just to be quiet and just to step back and just go for yeah. a walk, just get some fresh air, just just try and find that inner inner voice again that obviously that's going to tell you yes. You know what? You are good. You are amazing. And then yeah. go back to it if you want to. Yeah, it quiet. It just quietens the noise in your mind, doesn't it? I mean, Absolutely. I I felt the same since the pandemic started. I realised that it really wasn't helping me having a lot of screen time on my phone, and I I deleted my social media apps. And I don't want to be all like patronising about this because some people can use them and they feel fine. And that's you know, I'm I'm jealous if you can. Um, but for me, <laughs> it really affects me if I use them quite a lot and I get a bit obsessive with my phone um, yeah. and I realised that I was just going to go down a, a bad path of just feeling really stressed and anxious if I didn't delete them so I'll go, I'll go on them on the web browser or sometimes if I want to post something on Instagram I'll re-download it or if I want to put something on story or whatever but it makes a, a massive difference and it's really good that you came to realise that because this is what people are actually being advised by professionals like I wrote a piece for work um around how social media is affecting people and leading to dis- eating disorders and the girl who gave a case study who's actually in an eating disorder clinic she said that she'd been advised to just review everyone that she was following um unfollow accounts that were harmful obviously like have less screen time if she could um but it all starts with that yeah just using it a bit more mindfully and being aware of your habits while you're yeah. on there and how they're affecting you subconsciously as well when you're yeah. on all that. Absolutely, absolutely. It's this does make a world of difference. I mean, like I said, even Facebook, like the past year, every single post has been COVID, COVID, pandemic, COVID, lockdown. Yeah. It's, I myself, I needed to just step back and just delete Facebook for a bit. So it was just like it was like no one else had anything else to talk about. And I get people are worried and I get people are scared. But to constantly hear different stories or this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, this is what you're gonna do, this is what you're gonna to have to do, this is this is how we're gonna be. It's like it's like wow, I just it's hard it was very very hard it's a lot, yeah because a part of the thing is you, you feel like you you have to care about all these things and obviously you do but it gets really upsetting and you're like i'm taking on so many things and i'm stressed and upset about all these things that happen in the world but you have to be a bit selfish and you have to step back from it and think well i can't change a lot of this so what is it actually doing it's going in here i'm not able to do anything about a lot of it i'm just holding it in there for no reason and it's making me a lot unhappier and then to get all spiritual about it you're not putting a good version of yourself out into the world so mm-hmm. it's yeah, like you said you need to get back in touch with your inner voice and then you can put the best mm-hmm. version of yourself back into the world or a better version you know we're not perfect all the time absolutely yeah no definitely not perfect but <laughs> <laughs> close well, to that it. would be boring <laughs> wouldn't it <laughs> No one's actually striving for that. Um, <laughs> so this sort of, well, no, it's sort of a different angle on it, but what is your coping method when you're having a crap day? Um, when I'm having a crap day, I show up. So I make people know I'm there. 
because people with myself people make me feel better so if i'm having a bad day i like to interact with people and i like to show up and i like to let people know i'm having a bad day yeah um that's really good if it's if it's texting someone or if it's facetiming someone um because there there has been obviously like i said before there has been days where i wake up in the morning and i'm that depressed that i even skip work i skip work and i'd use an excuse like i'd use every excuse in the book just to sit in my room with blinds down and not do anything not speak to anyone shut out shut everyone out so what i've realized is if i show up and if i do a post in the morning say on instagram um i do a good morning post then that makes me feel instantly better in regards to right people know i'm here people know i need to do it and then that gets me through the day well isn't that like an amazing example of how social media can be really good because yeah you know i don't want to make out like it's completely evil obviously it's kept us all connected and it's nice that it can still be used for good and you're still putting yourself out to the world and it it definitely makes us feel less alone um you've obviously reached a, a really good balance which i hope that i've tried to as well of like not using it so much that it's getting you down but then using it enough that you're not just completely shutting yourself off from the world because we do need social media at the moment to keep us connected as well unless unless we're speaking to people on the phone every day or like video calling people every day but loads of people don't have time for that or you know don't do that it's just an easy way of putting yourself out there I guess isn't it um yeah definitely I mean they don't have time sometimes but I constantly ring until they answer so (laughs) they have to (laughs) (laughs) they can't get away from me (laughs) um so what do you think I mean you've probably touched on it but what's been your biggest challenge during lockdown like specifically lockdown related challenges um specifically lockdown challenges um or just your biggest rela- challenge since it started you know however yeah, um, you feel keeping relationships going yeah um obviously i don't live with my partner at the moment um and we had a long time where we we didn't see each other obviously we still don't see each other now during lockdown mm-hmm. um but it was keeping one of the most important relationships going um making sure that um i'm there as much as obviously i was going through stuff obviously everyone else is going through stuff as well so making sure that the relationships that i do have um in my life are obviously 100 percent and I'm showing up for everyone else. Um, I think that was, that was a massive, massive one for me, definitely. Yeah, that's, I mean, God, we're, we're in the era of social distancing and we don't know when the hell it's going to end. I mean, I'm sure it will in the next few months, I hope. But um, yeah, I'm sure like not living with your partner is, take my hat off to you, a huge challenge like it's admirable I remember when you got to see each other for the first time last year when things were allowed to open up again and like everyone like so many people were loving that post like you it was just heartwarming to see like you were in the garden I think when we were allowed to do that again and you were yeah we had a barbecue in the front garden (laughs) yeah garden party must have 
it was brilliant. It was good. Um, and now we've gone yeah, back into it. Um, but... Yeah, that was one of the base. That was a um, that was a big challenge and um, learning in my mind how needy needy I am and how much I need people around me and learning to be on my own. That was a challenge. That yeah, I mean, I don't think that means you need it. It's good that you feel like you thrive and have people around you, you know, like, I'm sure, but yeah, I get where you're coming from. Like, that's been a huge thing for loads of people just being on their own. And yeah, it makes me really sad to think of people on their own and how they've coped with it. I, I don't even know. Like, I'm, I'm not surprised that you feel so proud over how you've done over the last year because I, I don't know how I would have coped. It's been an hour, it's been an eye opener. And it's um going through your birthday as well in lockdown. Like that was that was one of the yeah. first who went through my birthday and it was like Oh you were the first out of our group that had to do it, yeah. weren't you? And we were like, oh <laughs> we didn't know we all yeah. had it coming to Oh uh, honestly I know no right. costume. I know and then it was like it was like oh yeah we'll we'll have a drink in a couple of weeks but no. Nope, we're like facing the second no. second year in lockdown. Birthday coming up soon, which is uh great. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, maybe. Few, uh, where are we now? I keep thinking we're in yet March already. Well, we'll see. Who, who the hell knows what we'll be doing? A few weeks from March. We're nearly in March. Third year, third month yeah. of the year. Like it's it's gone fast again. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but I think we are. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. We are. Um, we are. So to flip it on its head, what's been a surprise positive of lockdown for you? Um, surprise positive. Um, obviously <laughs> finding that fitness massively helps my brain and my thinking. Um. Yeah being positive in regards to um being I think being positive looking at lockdown now as a positive instead of a negative. Now I know everyone is fed up, but when you can think of the lockdown that we're in now and how much time the lockdown has given you with your family and people around like obviously people you live with um you're never going to get that back again. So if you flip that on its head in all the doom and gloom and then think of the positive in regards to, well, this is going to be a special time and this is going to be talked about for years and years to come. Yeah. Then you kind of think, well, we're kind of living in a historical moment right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's never okay. going to happen again. It's never going to happen. Exactly. Um, this is so, what I, I thought as well. And then I thought, I don't want to be ignorant of people who were having absolutely shit time, but you do have to focus on positives because what the hell else can you do? You know, I've I've started keeping a gratitude journal this year. I found that's really helped and just written down every so often. I I don't do it every day, but write down things that I'm grateful for because reading all these self-help books and all this stuff about how to be successful and all this um spiritual stuff and like that's one of the big things like that'll just make you start to appreciate things around you obviously you still have the days where you think this is absolutely crap but it, 
I think by now most people have realised that there are some positives to be taken from it, you know. Um, I mean, I'm also speaking from a point of view where I'm lucky that I haven't lost anyone. I haven't had it too bad at all, really. I've just been able to work from home. I've not had to go out there and put myself out into situations. I'm not a key worker, anything like that. But, but yeah, it's nice to focus on the positives. And I think a lot of people, like you said, have realised that exercise is a huge thing. Like, how many people do you see, like, on Instagram or when we were allowed to, like, doing loads of hikes, like, people didn't do that on a weekend before like suddenly loads of people went to hiking going yeah. to the lakes going to the peak strips climbing up hills and it was Definitely. amazing because it's it's yeah. a natural high for people and I, I think that those good habits will stick even when the pubs reopen obviously we'll have a period where we get absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's gonna go wild for a couple it's of gonna weekends, go pretty yeah. wild yeah <laughs> but then we'll be like Oh God! Just bring back the hike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Put me back in lockdown, please. We'll <laughs> be begging for it. Yeah. Um. So, when you are having a bad day, what's one thing you wish someone would do? Um. Understand that I am having a bad day, and it's not on them. Yeah. So. Say you talk to um, you talk to your partner and you're snappy and you you you're horrible. Then it then projects on them that they've done something wrong. And some yeah. days you can't even you can't even say like, listen, it's not you, it's just me. I'm just going through a really bad time. Sometimes you just them words don't even come out. Sometimes you're like you also yeah. want to cause hell to every single person that comes into your life and you don't even want to explain it. But when them days do come, um, just understand that I am having a bad day and please just bear with me because I will be over it very soon, hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. Um, and, and when you feel that crap, good. like you, you don't want anyone else to feel crap, do you? But if you feel yeah. like you feel like crap has affected someone else, then that makes you feel even worse, doesn't it? So that's never the intention. But it's like you say, it's hard to express it a lot of the time. Yeah. It's hard to say, don't take it personally. It shouldn't be, yeah. but, you know. No, don't take it personally. Give me a hug and please just pat my head. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hard to just say that sometimes? I know, yeah. Maybe just sign. Just need, need, like, one of those signs around your head when you do have a bad day. Just, <laughs> yeah. Please, just stroke my head. That's all I want. <laughs> like one of those dog harnesses that have, like, I'm shy or don't stroke <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Hug me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stroke me, please. <laughs> I will bite today. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that's uh, basically what I'd love love um people around me to to just do hopefully yeah. <laughs> yeah um so looking at it like historically um in the long term not just lockdown or like throughout your life what's the best thing you ever did for yourself do you think um um learn to talk learn to yeah. show up learn to express your feelings um when um i lost my when i lost my dad um a few years ago it was a case of i shut down 
for years and I'd just not talk to anyone. I'd be really socially awkward and just not not interact with people unless they really interacted with me. And it took me a long time to, for some reason, to trust anyone and to um, to talk to anyone and open up. Um, last The last couple of years, best thing I ever did was like I said, to learn to talk and to learn to tell your friends, listen, I'm not good. I'm not good. I need I need your help. Um it's scary when you don't talk and when you we keep everything bottled up. The feeling of telling people, listen, this has happened, I need help, what 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 can I do? It's overwhelming for people and this is where oh, yeah. I think this is where I think sui- the suicide um, comes into play. Um, obviously, I know we're going a little bit deep now, but... No, and it needs talking about. It's brilliant that you can yeah. open about that. But, yeah, but if... I'm not saying, obviously, talking would would have solved everyone's problems, but it would possibly have helped, and it would possibly have... People would have been able to possibly have done a little bit more than um for these people who who have lost their lives unfortunately um sometimes you just don't know do you and i think no. um i've been on the edge i have been on the edge um quite a few years ago um learning yeah learning to talk and learning to to tell people how are you feeling? That's that's the best thing that I I think I have ever done for myself. It's yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, you've named the number one thing really, and with hindsight, you think, of course, yeah, that's what I should do. But it, it's just still so hard for a lot of people, and we're not really encouraged to open up when we we feel crap. Like even if you said I'm having a crap day, like we might make light of it or we might, you know, hope that it would be over at the next day or like, I don't know, you, you don't know how um, intense it is with some people, like they might open up yeah. and then you might think, oh, they're okay again now because they've not mentioned it again and it, it's it's terrible. I mean, the leading cause of death for a while for men under 49 was suicide. It, yeah. It's just, it's insane because as soon as it happened, you see everyone rallying around and saying, I wish they'd opened up. I wish they'd said something. Yeah. And it's the saddest thing because you just know those people would have been there, but they felt so bad yeah. that they couldn't even say it. And it's it's Absolutely. terrible. And it, it's no judgment because when you feel that bad, you can't say it. Like there's embarrassment, the shame, and the longer it goes yeah. on, the worse people feel about it. And still in a society where... You can talk about hurting a body part and no one bats an eyelid, but if you say that you're suffering mentally, there's still some stigma around it. You know, the people talk about it a lot, but people are still not yeah. opening up enough. No. I mean, I've been on the side where you go to the NHS and you, you go to your doctor and you ask, you say, listen, I'm really, really not doing well. The only two things that they can do for you is either put you on antidepressants or put you on a waiting list to see a counsellor. And the counsellors yeah. basically 
um, I was put on the list to speak to a counsellor with the NHS and it took them eight months to get in contact with me. Yeah. By that time, do you know what I mean? For people who are literally struggling and they're on a waiting list for that long, sometimes it's too late. And I think that's where it needs to change in regards to help from um, from your doctor in regards to when you need counselling, take it as an actual sign, right, this guy's not too good or this girl's not too good. Like, you need to get her into into therapy pretty soon. Yeah, completely. You know what I mean? There's just so much, there's so much pressure and there's so much people that need it. And I know that the stats around people that have needed support since lockdown started, they've just gone through the roof and we're not even going to realise the full extent of it for a few mm. years, I don't think. But no. I know that there's like charities out there, there's helplines that are trying to take on some of this burden from the NHS, which is so pressured and these services obviously need to be um, so much more available, but it, the, the demand is crazy now. Yeah, um, absolutely. And absolutely. we talk about like opening up to other people, but it doesn't always it's not always enough like people do need professional help they need that ongoing support they need therapy to sort of help them to change their beliefs and their deep-rooted um thoughts and feelings in order to then change the behaviors and etc etc but um but but yeah um basically it's all about talking we can't say that enough you know, some people that might be enough for them without having to then need support, but it, it's also yeah. feels like the biggest thing. Um, yeah, so I suppose you've kind of touched on this question a little bit, but what's the one thing you would tell the younger you, the younger Stu? Oh, God. Um, I'm sure there's a few oh, things. No, no, <laughs> literally, where's my scroll? It's about five, five metres long. Not to wear um, those buttoned-up white shirts up Tilsley when we, when we were yeah. <laughs> Don't wear jeans and leather shoes and a shirt to go up to the pub. <laughs> um, I think... Oh, God, what would I tell myself? Um, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, yeah, I think once I've touched 30, um, which wasn't that long ago, uh, it was only like a week ago. <laughs> One day, <laughs> <laughs> um, once, once you touched that 30 mark, um, pretty much yeah. everything went out the window. Like, I'd post, I started posting things for me, not for anyone else, and I think once you start having a laugh and you don't take yourself too seriously. Your life then starts to feel a little bit more lighter in regards to you don't really um, care what people think. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. If I get two likes on a picture, then that's absolutely fine. It's there on my world. It's there for me. Like, do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. I mean, it's with social media as well. I think I probably went through this as well. Like, I tried to set a profession account and then I would be, like, stressing out, like, why do I never get more than 50 likes? And then I just couldn't bother carrying it on in the end. Like, I, I didn't care enough about that. I didn't really want to be an influencer. But at the same time, it did get to me and I think, why can't I grow this? And, you, it, like, your self-esteem suffers from it if you don't get enough likes. Yeah. It means nothing. Like, some, some person might click a like for just if yeah. something and then they'll carry on and they'll forget all about it. And yet... Exactly. 
people are relying on this to make them happy like it's yeah. amazing and the whole thing about not taking yourself too seriously like it can be a huge thing kind of like obviously I want to be able to talk about how I really feel on this podcast and to talk about mental health in a relatable way I don't want to I want to give it the respect that it deserves and I don't want to be like oh just lighten up obviously that's not what we mean but at the same no. time you have to make light of things and you have to realize other people are going through it because then you feel less alone and yeah. when you can have a joke about it um obviously not when it's getting really serious but it can just be everything kind of it and when you feel like oh my god like I'm not fitting in or I'm not getting enough engagement I'm not doing the right things like that yeah. is probably you need to take a step back and think is this what I really care about is this what's really going to make me happy in the long term and Definitely. And I think that what people, obviously, for young people who are going to listen to this, um, the people who get like 30,000 likes, who have like 50,000 followers, they're probably 95% of the time bought them likes and bought them followers. So yeah. they could have about, they literally could have had about three people who they, who they actually know and then yeah. bought the rest of them. Like, do you know what I mean? And so it's in that case, literally into, means nothing. <laughs> literally means nothing, exactly, at the end of the day. Like, at the end of the day, just, yeah. That, that's me anyway, do you know what I mean? That, that is for me. Don't take yourself, don't take myself too seriously. Have a laugh at things and post post for yourself. Post yeah. for you. Don't post for anyone else. Yeah. Post and then maybe put the phone down and don't think about it for ages and then... You know, it's really easy to pull from it and then be like, oh, like, will I get a like for that? This is why I have to delete my apps because I can get into, like, addictive behaviours with it and I like, get a bit obsessed and um, it, it's just a bad path that you end up getting down. Yeah, massive vicious circle, massive vicious circle. Yeah, completely. Um, so the last question <laughs> before I realised that you cannot play songs on um, a podcast yeah, was going to be what's your go-to song that you want everyone to listen to with us today. Okay. And I know you had a choice of three. Yeah. And they were all really good picks and we settled on yeah. one. But then... We did. I, I don't want to risk the podcast being taken down and the whole last hour of our life. <laughs> 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 I know you. All this for nothing. <laughs> and I even tried to look at whether you can get rubbish cover versions of these songs online, royalty free. No, it doesn't make a difference. Not allowed to do it. Oh, I'm sure you'll find a way around it. The three that I had, do I go through yeah. three? I'm going yeah. through three. Yeah, go through three. So we had number one, which was Little Mix Wings. Yeah. This All is a good one. Me not to live my house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's one. I would carry on <laughs> Yeah, this is a good one for when you wake up in the morning and you just want that little bit of an oomph, a bit of an oomph in the morning to get you going. <laughs> a bit of, a bit of an oomph. Turn it on loud, turn it on proud, get it blasting and literally dance in your room while you're brushing your teeth. That's a good one. Yeah. Second one. I had was because it is your first episode and we were needed to go big. We need to go big with this one. Go big or go home. Tina Turner. I am Tina home. Tina Turner, the best. Oh, 
What I would yeah. give now to hear those opening bars and be able to bloody play on you. Yeah. I know, that is... That is Damn you, copyright laws. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is that is the song. That is the uh, that's the wedding the wedding song. The two step, the bag in the middle. That is yeah. the song, isn't it? The dance around the when we school and we used to um, play that and all do mum dancing. <laughs> yeah. Mommy, when you need me, my heart. I mean, you can't you can't really do the two the Beyonce dance to to. Simply the best, can you? No, it's got to be, got to be a bit step. Like, the beat just takes over you. Um, <laughs> course, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then the last one was um, a Franklin, Hold On, I'm Coming. And that's, yeah. This is another good one for when you wake up in the morning and you want that bit of a pump. Um, just the beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet everyone knows. The intro of that might not know. Yeah, the sample the obviously the Amory Amory one thing that sampled that one, wasn't it? Oh, big... good knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right, I never realised that. Yeah, yeah. It's just a big one. That one. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yes, they're my three picks. If you want to go listen to them now. Well, maybe I can link them in description, and then people can seamlessly go through, and then. Yeah. We'll just yeah, yeah, a, yeah. have an imaginary sing along to it. Yes, definitely. But uh, we can turn off the camera now and, and do that anyway. Okay. Well, thank no you for coming on and answering so honestly. I'm really excited now. I was really nervous about doing this first one, and I know you were a bit nervous. Right. Don't blame me for being nervous because you've opened up about everything. But yeah, now no I'm excited problem. because you've, you've just said some amazing stuff and I feel like this is just going to help people to feel less alone and realise that we're all going through the same shit it's a different brain but it's the same shit, just seamlessly tying back to the name of the podcast (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly So there you have it, that was episode one, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you could take something from it because Stu for me was really brave and completely inspiring there but I mean I'm biased because I love him so I've popped my podcast cherry now so if you could let me know your thoughts I'd really appreciate it and thank you for listening I'm really grateful I hope you're doing okay and I'll see you next time because I've got loads more inspiring guests coming up who have loads of good stuff to say so I hopefully see you back here Bye.